In our form, there is. There's a dirty little secret. I've said that if... Melinda Brown Duncan, baby! If it weren't my daughter, perhaps I'd be dating her. But he gotta eat the booty like groceries. You gonna die doing this dumb ass, yeah. fool? Open your mouth like give you the milk. Open your mouth, man. Gotta do you like my two-year-old baby. The truth of the matter is, you were not a good baby. Well, you ain't seen nothing, my friend. Until you have a flame coming out of your butthole and you need an asbestos diaper to be able to keep that flame from burning a hole in your pants. You ain't seen nothing yet. And I don't know nothing about it, but I learned quick, fast, and hurt. I still got Pandora with commercials. What? I mean, anybody will tell you Dee Haslam is really, she is the person who runs the Cleveland Brown. You told me to leave while I'm in my order while you're making out with that slut. Being in the industry with how much you take on your face. Hey, hold the presses. We just got some breaking news. And it's fun to watch, yeah, that's for sure. Till little Rocket Man starts a nuclear war, and then maybe next time he'll think before he tweets. Probably not. Welcome to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. Online for you, WRQK.com. Missed anything from yesterday? You can grab it. At WRQK.com in the podcast. Fantone spent what looks like what will be like the last decent weather day for at least a little while because I woke up. There's snow. Just by the way, yeah, if you're waking up, there's going to be snow in your car. You don't have to post the picture. We all all saw the snow, too. We're fine. There's a little bit of snow. But I spent the last halfway decent weather day yesterday in the sunlight playing a little golf. And, dude, I got to tell you. It felt so good to be away from the Xbox One controller. Like, I have, dude, I, I, there was a little bit of like, oh, yeah, that's right. Like, I actually enjoyed this more. Yeah, anytime something new comes into your life and you leave everything else behind, this could be a girl, this could be, yeah. you know, a, a video game, a new drug that you're introduced to, and all of a sudden you just get so consumed. Combination all three, it's Friday. Thing, next thing you know, it's like, wait, 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 I have another life. I yeah. have other interests. Well, good. Glad you got out there. I, uh, I also took advantage of it, man. Yeah. It was nice, it was beautiful. I was like, well, I I don't have to cut my grass right now, but I was like, dude, go cut your grass. Like this is America, and I uh, I didn't want to rake the leaves, so I was like, whatever, just chop them up with the chop. lawnmower, dude. That's, that's it's awesome. amazing how that the how that lawnmower <laughs> turns into a mulcher too. It's amazing, yeah. right? Yeah, that was my uh, that was my outdoor activity yesterday. So no, it was dude. It was uh, it was a day to get out there and go do that. Yeah, I, uh, so I get out to the course. There's nobody there. There's like four people playing, maybe everyone else in America working, doing <laughs> jobs, you know, just trying trying to trying to take care of the responsibility. And honestly, for a lot of golfers, it's probably it's a little too cold. Like not every like I'll play all year. I'll, uh-huh. I'll you know I'll put a couple. You know, layers on, go out, you know, whatever. But like, and so I was struggling a little bit. And I looked around the course. I was like, dude, there's nobody here. Like, stop playing and put yourself in a live situation practice session. You know what I mean? And so, like, I was, I was hitting the driver great. I was hitting the wedges great. I was, I was putting really well. And so I was like, if I could just hit my mid range irons right now, like, this things would have been pretty good. So instead of like trying to play, I was like, all right, so I just dumped all the balls I had in my bag out in the center of the fairway, 17th fairway. And just started hitting shots in. Okay. And I was like, okay, here we go. Now I kind of found it. Okay. And so I was like, all right, if you can put three close in a row, 
then you get out of here. Like, and on a good note, get out of here. So Feeling sure good. enough, I go out to about 155 yards out, pull the eight iron, and I put three within 10 feet. And I was like, okay, there we go. Which, dude, by the way, for just a, I know you don't know what that means. No, I've it, me- it means it's really good. Um, well, that is, I mean, congratulations to you on that. I, it's interesting that you say something about that. I saw something, I can't remember what it was, but this guy was talking about how so many times in life people put themselves into performance mode where everything is live game. You know what I'm saying? People yes. don't put themselves in practice mode enough where it's like this is where you're honing your skills to get geared to up. do that, right? Yep. And like and oftentimes that leads to you kind of get frayed on something, you kind of get don't too know stressed what to do. out about something and you feel like you're not making any progress. Repetition it's is be- the key to success. Because you're not practicing. And, yeah. and whether it's, you know, golf or your life or whatever it is, like there's, you know, there's, it's absolutely true. there's value to practice. Absolutely true. And so like and that's what's weird like the driving range, you're on flat ground there and you're just hitting kind of balls straight out into like a field like the thing, it's very different on the course because the, now there's like lies and a downhill and uphill and like, you know what I mean? There's, you're off to the right a little bit or off to the left a little bit. And so like the driving range will teach you tempo and things like that, but it won't necessarily show you how to hit a ball 150 yards and a downhill lie. And so I put myself in a, like a live practice situation yesterday. And I actually, when I drove home, I was like, I, I needed yesterday more than I realized. I like, it. like three days in front of Call of Duty. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, no, like my life's okay. I'm fine. Everything's going normal. And then yesterday afternoon, I was like, oh my God, I've been living like an idiot for like a week. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, I mean, honestly, I good. I'm so glad happy. You, I'm glad you got what you needed there. Good. So happy. We have Canton Charge tickets today. We'll give you those at 9.30. Awesome. A Perfect Circle tickets. We'll give you those at 8.30. And every single hour on the program, you'll have a shot at $1,000. Um, I need you to do me a favor. What is that? And we're going to get this out of the way early. Okay. It's Friday. Whatever you need, it is I'm Friday. here for you. Um, I don't know that I'll be for sure able to make it, but I need you to leave me a pair of tickets, or at least my name probably, at the door tomorrow night. For Ohio Championship Wrestling. Yeah. I don't have to work at the Agora tomorrow. I don't have a lot going on. And I I have told these guys, like, eventually I'm going to come to one of these. It's pretty close to my house. And so if I'm if I'm still available tomorrow night, I kind of want to come see this because, dude, I kind of maybe want to beat up Juice Jennings a little bit now. Stansberry, you could have told me you were going to give me a million dollars and I would have been less shocked than I am right now. Oh, cool, because that's what I was going to say next. <laughs> Literally, your boy's jaw is on the floor. Ohio Championship Wrestling tomorrow night at the J. Babe Stern Community Center. Yeah. Um, they're doing a big food fundraiser for the Sark County Hunger Task Force. So bringing, you know, any uh, any uh, non-perishable items would definitely be appreciated. Um, but, dude, I will get you VIP access. That's tomorrow. what I want. Tables, ladders, chairs. Juice Jennings going up against Dark Star Matt Taylor. I'll be there. Um, it's going to be an absolute blast, dude. I'm pumped, man. You, what? You want to come? Yeah, I, I think I want to. I think I want to come to that. I want to see Juice Jennings get beat up in person, man. I, dude, I hate what that guy's doing to my Twitter <laughs> timeline right now. What uh? What's going on? What's uh? What, tell me what's happening. I don't know, dude. He's just constantly dragging my name into things <laughs> about you, apparently, in the wrestling. I dude, even like the Canton Charge girls had to respond to some of this stuff. I know, dude. He's uh, he's uh, he claims he's a conspiracy victim. He's uh, he's he's trying to get everybody involved. He's trying to get the Canton repository on the story for some reason or another. They just won't pay attention. to Well, they're too busy writing about Canton's like uh, original skyscraper. Do you see that headline? As a matter of fact, dude, we'll we'll look into that after giving you this thousand dollars right now. 
your shot at $1,000. Now, text the keyword BILLS to 200-200. You'll get a text. Con- Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show. Rock 106.9 coming up at 720. We'll talk to Munch on sports. Catch him weekdays at 3 on Fox Sports 1350 everywhere on the free iHeartRadio app. But he's pumped up and ready to go. He's I, uh, like, we're going baseline to baseline today, homie. <laughs> I, um, I, I looked at my phone right before I got in the car. It was probably like 445. And I'm like, who the hell texted me at 4.45 in the morning? Munch. Like, who is this? And right, it was Munch. And he's like, brother, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm like, jeez, man. Well, we got about three hours to go, man. <laughs> so calm it down. There's no calming it down with that guy. No, there, I didn't believe me. I know. There is no there is no downshift on Mark Munch Bishop, man. Let's go. Let me tell you a fun time. Get that dude drinking Jaeger bombs. Is that what it is? Oh. That's his poison? Bro, so much fun. All right. So much fun. Good times. Normally at the end of Friday, I try to give people an NFL bet that I like. Mm-hmm. Now, I haven't been watching much, you know, many games the last couple of weeks because I cut the court. And so I'm just like looking at the app I use. And I haven't decided on the game I like. I'm circling on a few. All right. But I was interested to see what the Browns' action was. Okay. Right? So they're on the road at Detroit. Dude, they're getting 11. Jeez. Dude, eleven. Here's what's crazy, eleven, and I'm I, and I don't think I like it, <laughs> dude. I mean, right? Eleven though. It's in the NFL. We're talking a touchdown, a field goal, and then some more points. You know what I'm saying? That's eleven. Yeah, but we're sending the little giants up there to, to, to go to you know to the, you know to go to Detroit to try to play. I don't know. Um, I mean, dude, eleven. It's Matt Stafford at home, dude. Like, I don't know. I. Is 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 Miles Garrett back in the equation now for the Browns? You know, I haven't looked that up yet this I, morning. I, th- that's something that would make a difference to me. Um, I don't know though, dude. Deshaun Kaiser, he has to be just like literally like teetering on the edge of like a mental breakdown. Like the whole botch AJ McCarron trade has to be weighing heavy on him. So to think that he's going to be able to go on the road and go shoot it out with a gunslinger like Matthew Stafford, that's unlikely, dude. And you're fourteen right, touchdowns, unless, four picks, eleven. It's so much. It's I a want, lot. I want to say, like, no, dude, it's 11 points, but... There's one other game in the league this week at 11. It's Houston's getting 11 at the Rams, and it's because Houston no longer has Deshaun Watson. And the Rams are on fire. Right? They are. I mean, dude, I mean, like dude talk about how... I mean, again, it's not that quick of a turnaround. There was years of drafting the right guys, but, like, getting rid of Jeff Fisher, and then they put that young, offensive-minded coach in there... And, yeah, Jared Goff looks a lot better than he did last year. And, yeah, I mean, that team, dude, Aaron Donald's for real. Like, yeah, the Rams might be, like, legitimately for real. I mean, I I think that's at the very least a testament to, like, you got to find your guy, you have to pick your guy, and you have to stick with him for a minute. You can't just go on this, well, it's been eight games. Look how bad it is. It's fair. You have to to understand there's going to be growing pains, and and, and the Rams are willing to go through them. That's absolutely fair. The Browns are getting 11 points. Eleven. So bad, dude. That's so bad. I saw a headline yesterday in the Canton Rep, CantonRep.com, yeah. that I couldn't believe. Okay. Right? All right. Now, Canton, just brace yourself here. Hall of Fame right. City. All right. Here right. we go. I want to remind you, I love it here. Okay. That I view Canton, Ohio as my home now. Like, when I go back to Cleveland right. and then I drive back here, I feel like, oh, right, now I'm back home. Right. Like, this is home. I love it here. I love everything about here. I, but I'm glad to hear that. I, okay. But this was crazy. Okay. Ready for the headline? Yeah. Canton's oldest 
skyscraper on auction block. I can't even get through the word. Like, guys, come on now. <laughs> come on now. There, dude, most of the buildings in this town, you could ollie over. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, let's, 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 let's dial this back a little bit. I will bit. agree that Canton Skyline is not necessarily a strong suit. I mean, dude, Mike Polk made that hilarious video on the fact that Cleveland doesn't have a skyscraper. Yeah, Cleveland has big buildings. They don't necessarily have skyscrapers. There's a difference when you go to New York and you see like the scale of those buildings. And it's like, whoa. Versus Cleveland. Right. Versus Canton. They, yes, I, you'd be a fool to not acknowledge the, the differences. There. I saw that headline and I was like, man, whatever it takes to sell papers. <laughs> well, I think that I think that when that was built, I think that was like somewhat of a of a marvel at the time, and I think that it just kind of got the reputation as Canton's, you know, first skyscraper. Maybe? I thought they were kidding. I was like, dude, is it April already? Well, no, I don't think they're necessarily <laughs> kidding. I just think it's 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 that building. I can't remember what it's called, but it's the Rankert. The Rankert, yeah, and it's right across the street from like uh, it's at Market 306 Square. Market. Like yeah. if you walk out of the Arcadia Grill right there, you're almost staring directly at it right there. Like yeah. that's like boom, where it is. So it's by the Camp he Brewing meant Company. If you're running out of the Arcadia, <laughs> Camp Brewing Company's right there and everything. And uh, I think it used to be like I don't know, Jobs and Family Services or like some one of those county buildings. No wonder the game. I think it's like empty now. I think it's like yeah, no. Uh, so apparently it had been uh, for sale before a couple of years ago at a million and a half bucks. Nobody bought. Okay. So then it's now going back up for auction. Um, auctioneer George B. Kiko, which dude, those guys auction off everything. 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 Dude, dude talk about auctions, yeah. yeah, talk about a family business that I bet, honestly, <laughs> dude, if everybody had to do it all over again, you would have gotten that early because, dude, they seem to be involved. They seem to have their hands in everything. Yeah, you see them with car dealerships, houses, all everything. sorts of stuff. Yeah. I bet, dude, I bet that's a racket yeah. right there. They said they, are, they actually have two auctions, one for the building and some of the parking lot, and then the other will be for the remainder of the parking lot. Now, they said they're going to split it in half, but you you can buy one or both parcels. It's up to you. Okay, yeah. I, I mean, I know they have a big parking lot. It's like that big gravel one right there. And yeah. I don't know. They say it's a beautiful building, landmark, adding that aside from office use, it could be ideal for transformation into high-end loft apartments or condos. Problem with that, though, is you've already got Bliss. Mm-hmm. You've already got the Onesto, mm-hmm. which are both beautiful, by the way. Yeah. And now they're building that Hercules building right down the street from me. And it looks like they're moving pretty quick on that. Like the parking lot's already in. Those guys are working around the clock there. Yeah, they always are. And I know that's going to be, I, they say shops, and but I, I know primarily it's going to be high-end living. So I'm not sure the record building, I mean, is there that much market for like luxury condos in downtown. Now, when they finished the Anesto, everyone was like, they're never going to sell that thing out. Filled and they it. did. And they filled it. Yeah. And then they built Bliss, and it was like, well, dude, they already have the Anesto, and they're not filling Bliss up. Fair. And they filled it up. And then now it's Hercules. The Hercules is huge. It's so big, dude. So like, I'm waiting on that to open. Like, I want to move, but I'm waiting to see what happens there because I might just go there. There's a difference between, and when I lived downtown, I lived with King Properties. And there's a difference between what they had and what, like, the Ernesto, Bliss, and Hercules are, where it was like a $700 apartment complex is probably right. If we're talking about $1,000 plus per, when per I apartment, looked, that's, when, that's too much. When I moved now. here, I looked at the Onesto. I did. Right. And they I, and I was walking through it, and the guy said to me, he's like, do you like it? And I said, oh, I absolutely love it. The apartment's fantastic. I said, what is it? He goes, well, they start at 1050 That's too much. And I was like, and I looked at him, I was like, and again, Canton, I'm sorry, but I was like, dude, I was like, I lived in downtown Cleveland for less than that. Like, I, like, dude, XO was like my neighbor, the, a really good steakhouse. Like, dude, I love George's, but that's George's, bro. Like, and, and, and you have to keep in mind here, like, you know, there's under 100,000 people in Canton, Ohio. 
And of those 100,000 people, maybe 100 of them make $100,000. You know what I'm saying? There's only only so many people who are going to be able to afford that. Well, not only that, but here's the difference. Is that if you have the money to buy, Canton's a fantastic housing market. Because yeah. your your money goes so, so far. far. Yeah. Your hundred thousand goes so you far. You buy a hundred, hundred and fifty thousand dollar house yeah. here. Like it the, what makes luxury condos in, in big cities it's so viable is that a home's gonna cost you two, three million dollars. Where like that's not the case here. As a uh, as, as as a downtown resident and if we're agreeing no no more apartments, no more what do you is there anything that you feel I... like would like at some point, I think you got to put something downtown that makes it viable for people to continue to live downtown. Okay. I'm a huge proponent of it. I love it. But I've been here now three years, and I've kind of I'm burned out on all the downtown things. And uh, now maybe once you start putting more people in here, more things will deliver. Right. Make it safe. You know what I mean? That kind right. of stuff. I don't know why delivery people are so afraid of downtown Canton. By the way, uh, it's the overwhelming uh, thought of a lot of people around here. I, I don't know if it's just delivery people, but even like saying, like t- telling somebody, like, "Oh, hey, something's going on at the uh, at the at the Civic Center or the or the or the theater." You know, people are like, "Oh, I don't know downtown." Yeah, I, that, I, I don't get it personally, uh, but you, you're something else and. <clears throat> You're right. Maybe once more people move in, there'll be more. But there needs to be some sort of other, like, I feel like shopping maybe a little bit more, more than just like, and I don't want to knock the businesses that are downtown right now because I, I support them and I, I, you know, I'm a proponent of them, but like something more than just like, I've been saying niche, for a while, like it Transformers, needs, you know, lunch boxes. It needs a chain of some sort. I don't know if it's a shopping chain. I don't know if it's a food chain, but it needs one thing that is total. and people are, are going to freak out, but you need a little corporate surrounded by independent because otherwise that's what brings everybody down an anchor is something, something that really... they know that, that that you know what i mean like arrowhead's great but if you don't know it you don't know that you want to go to it bringing something that people know an established brand then they start walking around and then they start trying other things and i think that'll help but i don't know i i mean i guess i don't know what the what the right piece of commerce would be for right there but I know I want it. I don't want buildings. I, I maintain that, dude, you know, empty buildings are bad for a city. Oh, yeah. No because question. of what can happen near and around no them. And, uh, you know, nobody's taking care of it. It all right. of a sudden looks like nobody cares about the area. Property so, yeah, value goes down for everybody else around you. It's like, you know, I, I'd like to see that thing get, you know, auctioned off and, you know, sold in there. But I did. When I saw the, when I saw the headline yesterday, but I got to give him credit. Sure enough, I read it. Yeah, <laughs> like the moment I was like, "Can't hold a skyscraper." What? It clicked right on it. You can catch that story at CantonRep.com. We have more Sansbury show for you. That's next on Rock 106.9. The Stansbury Show. We may not be a global epidemic yet. On iHeartRadio. This is a dream come true. Canton's Rock Station, Rock 106.9. And that's uh, yeah, that is obviously something that should be celebrated there. Can't wait to talk to Munch at 7.20 this morning and find out if he thinks whether or not Joe Thomas is going to end up being a coach for the Browns. I, I guess Joe Thomas had come out and said he loves like the teaching side of football. I'm not surprised to find that out. Somebody who's you know an elder statesman of the game has played with so many guys who are so much worse than him. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm sure he has yeah. felt that for a long time, that mentor role that, you know... But he's had to do it. Right. I mean, he's come out and said there's a lot of young guys. He, like he, honestly, he waits to learn their names because he's just seen the turnover, the turnover rate. So, uh, so prevalent there. And I would imagine. I mean, dude, the Browns have just been a mess the entire time he's been here. So, I um, 
I saw that he had staples removed and stitches removed, so you know, not a not an indicator of like is he going to make a bounce back? Is he going to be able to come back next season? But hopefully, steps along the way, I guess. So for that payday, I think he's. Gonna go. Oh yeah, at some point, you know what I mean. But I could see him being a coach. I don't know if he'll do it here, but I, I could definitely see that happening. Yesterday, we uh, made you aware of a story coming out of Arkansas where the police had issued a warning about shopping cart handles, saying that you know sometimes fentanyl can be on these things that gets in your skin. Next thing you know, you may be in an overdose situation. Right. And then you know Snopes kind of did what they did and said, wait a minute, dude, this is not true. Like This is not going to happen. It's a very slim chance. And now that Arkansas Police Department is now apologizing for their shopping cart fentanyl report. And I remember saying yesterday, like, it's okay for us to make this mistake, but you're yeah. law enforcement and, like, People, if you say something, especially about the drug situation, people are going to take it as gospel. Like, that's going to be the way that goes. At least that's what you want them to do anyway. You know what I mean? And and, and then you can make the argument of, like, well, there's no harm in being overtly cautious here and, like, being overtly scared of fentanyl. But, like, no, facts matter. And, like, you need to have the facts out there. And whether that's that those agree with your points or not, like, you can't just, well, it's scary. It's fentanyl. You could die from it. Therefore, you need to be worried about it in every situation. Sure. That creates a panic that, you know, is unjustified. So, like, yeah, you're right. I mean, and even us as like media members and I know you and I are like well are we or are we not but like there there's there's a responsibility to at least try to be correct and as a law an officer of the law you probably have an even more you know important voice if you there. put something out from from the police department's social media accounts people are going to take that as fact they are I mean that's I mean because that's I mean if we're not supposed to take them from for fact then what are we supposed to take as fact you right. know what I mean they say here that fentanyl obviously an animal tranquilizer for those of you that don't know it's 50 times more powerful than heroin 50 times more powerful that's crazy yeah i mean you know you, you think of heroin and the, the the destructive you know force it is and then you multiply it by 50 it's it's mind-boggling i mean yeah i mean it, it, i would imagine a lot of you listening have somebody close to you who's kind of gone through this right um and so you've seen it up close and you know it's like man it's a very serious thing so to yeah heroin alone so 50 times i didn't realize that i knew i knew that this was what they were cutting it with i knew it was obviously powerful i did not know the numbers and, and, and carfentanil is the next step up after that and i don't know what the times number is but the thing that i'm concerned about as we talk about these numbers and we say 50 times more powerful than heroin or 100 times more powerful than heroin are we doing the same thing we just did with the with the grocery shopping carts where it's like is it 50 times more powerful than heroin or that's is that, a fair that's a fair is, question is, is now that just what i read on a police you know that's Facebook a fair page. question right now so, like there is a little bit of me that I mean, I don't want to. It's not like I want to know more about fentanyl. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's not like this is something that interests me. But at the same time, like, is 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 it propaganda or is it you know, is it true? Is it what? What, what is well, it? Well, now I'm now I'm asking myself whether or not propaganda is okay. Like when you've reached epidemic status, is propaganda okay? Is misinformation a part of the reason that epidemic status exists? You know what I mean? Like, mm, I don't see how I don't see how we could go, uh, how we could have gotten there. I guess I guess by, by there's no propaganda out there that heroin's good for you. No, but by spreading by spreading misinformation about things, I feel like that's going to create you know it's going to create that chaos. It's I mean, facts to, are better than not, right? But we live in a world now where everybody's got their own facts. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and we do, and like for some reason, like that's just okay now. 
I, I, I'd like to say for me it's not, but I take your point of, yes, yeah, but we you, do live in the for world. For you it's not, but right. the world you live in, it's it is, totally it okay. It it's uh, totally all right for people to have their own facts, which is which is crazy. Which which is, I guess, even further evidence of why, like, is propaganda okay? No, it's not, because at that point, that's what's allowing that to happen. Misinformation is what's lo- allowing everyone to be like, well, I see it the way I see it, and it doesn't matter whatever what science says. Well, and we've done a great job discrediting everyone. Everyone. You know what Everyone. I mean? Like, like I, I find myself doing this all the time now. Where I'll read a headline, and I'm like, "Yeah, but that's CNN." And oh, then, and then, and then, and then, yeah, right. and then the next right. day, I'll be reading something. And I'm like, "Yeah, but that's MSN." Like, right. that, like this is what they're gonna do. And it's like, so, like, well, then who do I believe? I, I routinely question that every day. It's like, well, and I'm gonna say NPR, but then people who who disagree with NPR are gonna be like, "Oh my God, the, that's what you rely on." Yesterday around the internet, there was this like infograph kind of, and it had the breakdown of like media sources, and I, I really liked it because it had it like broken down in multiple levels of like how reputable you are, how partisan you are, and it you know the higher the less partisan and the more reputable you are, the higher kind of up the scale you sure. are. Sure, but of course, like everything else, it's like okay, hey, this is like decent information, and like this shows, but people on both sides were like. No, no, you're just you're you're lying, and it's just like, well, what are we supposed to take? Well, as? unfortunately, people are a little bit right in this because if you keep following the money and all the way to the top, eventually everybody's owned by by the same people, and it's same like, well, what, what do what do they want out there? You know what I mean? And so there is a little bit, there is some truth in that, but like. And you have to give the president the credit for this. I mean, it, it was definitely a its a system that worked for him. I don't know if we're better off or worse off or whatever, but it worked for him. But he, I mean, dude, discrediting the news media has been a winning system for him. Because now even a guy who, do, who doesn't necessarily believe him is like everything I read, I'm like, eh, I don't know if I can trust you. Like, he, dude, that has been a fantastic system for him. It was actually to do for a guy they call stupid. That was actually very, very smart. We have $1,000 up for grabs every single hour. Your next opportunity, 710 next on Rock 1069. The Stansberry Show. Rock 106.9. Hey guys, you got Sansbury here with the hookup on a great job. Star Leasing is growing yet again. So if you're looking to make a career move with a great company, Star Leasing can... Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show, Rock 106.9. I just read a headline out of Columbus. I haven't read the whole article yet, but the headline is, Father of 10 dies at workplace accident. Doesn't matter what you say after that. Father of 10? 10. 10. Now, look, I know I bag on people having, you know, too many kids a a lot, but I mean, how much money do you got to make in America to make 10 kids? My brother and his wife do really well financially. I'm so do really well. They got one kid and my brother constantly will tell me, I have no idea how we're doing this. I, I I don't care how much money you have. I think ten children's irresponsible. The world is a finite place, and Dude. too many people. If we all have ten children, it's irresponsible. I it mean, is. yeah, Tom Brady shouldn't have ten kids. Oh, yeah, and I don't care. Yeah, I don't care if you have. I don't care if you have a billion dollars. I, I don't care if you. What 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 situation? It seems you're like in. a lot. Ten kids. I, uh, it's weird that you say that. I, I saw on Facebook the other day, this dude I used to work with a decade plus ago in a restaurant, um, he's having his 10th child. And, and I'm a like, restaurant? And I'm like, dude, you still work fry side, bro. And I'm not trying to knock you if you work fry side. I'm just saying, like, I know what you make. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know how you're doing that. 
I don't know how you're doing it. Ten kids? Ten. What's it cost to have a kid in America? Like, to, to for your kid to be just, born in the hospital. Just to pop them out? Yeah. I'm going to say 10000 bucks, right? Oh. I mean, now don't get me wrong. You got health insurance. I don't know how much you're paying out of pocket, but... And I don't know how good your health insurance is working right. from side. Right. I don't think it's cheap. I think you might be low on that number. And then once once they're out, I mean, then they just want more money. It's not like the, it's not like the expense stops. Like, okay, well, we had them. Everything's going to be fine. No, it just gets more expensive. And they get older, and they want Jordans, and they want LeBrons, and they and they want a new iPad, and they want, oh, my God, dude, 10 of those little bastards running around See, screaming. I'm, I'm always running around like, dude, vaginal rejuvenation. We really need it. Jeez. That's a surgery we need. But it's like, dude, if you have 10 kids, maybe you do need it. 10 kids. What it? I mean, your house has to be a mess. She, there's, not, I mean, right? Like, are are you just admitting at that point that number one, you're gonna need help to do it. You're gonna need like government assistance to do it. And number two, that you're not gonna be able to afford them like a decent lifestyle. Because dude, how are you doing that? Our buddy just re- uh, reached out and said, "Dude, my parents had eight kids. Eight. How, how old is that? How old? Is, he, he's is, like, he's all right, thirty-five. Okay. The he's only right thing right I'll say about that is." A generation ago, you, you dad could work one job, and if he was if he was you know top of the pops at Timkin, maybe 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 you I could mean, make it. But nowadays, my mom's parents I think had six kids, right? And do they own my grandfather? My mom's dad owned two businesses. His wife didn't work. Well, she worked at one of the businesses, and dude, they didn't. And they were probably growing like vegetables in the backyard, right? Like, you know what I mean. And so, like, a, a different although time, he did have a little bit of money, a different, a different time, a different era. Like, yes, I can see how you could do that. I mean, at that point, you're having extra kids because you wanted to be able to help on the farm. <laughs> but like, but, but we're talking about 2017. Those kids, they're not just going to go out there. Yeah. It's that little house on the prairie. I think it's a little irresponsible. Where do they all live? <laughs> where do you where do you put ten people? Oh my god! <laughs> how does are you putting them three dude. to a veteran? Uh, who knows, dude. Who knows? Emmy writes in and says, with insurance, I paid around thirty five hundred dollars at my kid. Okay. Wow. That's wow, that's way better than I thought. I was expecting it to be fifteen thousand dollars. Thirty five. So hold on a second. Let me get this straight. Because I just got the bill in the mail the other day. Yeah. So without health insurance when I didn't have it, my kidney stone's eleven thousand dollars, but I can spit a kid out for thirty five hundred. Well, she has insurance. That's with her insurance. I'm saying even still. So passing a kidney stone, which, by the way, all I did was lay on their goddamn table in there. That's all I did was lay on the table in there is 10 grand. But they can pull a human outside of you and it costs you thirty five hundred. All right. You got. Oh, my God. I'm so pissed. I can't see straight. Like, oh, my God. Does that make me angry? Dude, I mean, it's all. It's, it's, yeah, dude, Summa can suck it. They're never getting their it's, money. It's a for-profit business. You know what I'm saying? Their, I, their only job is to make money. I, mean, I got to pay them. I have to. I, I will feel terrible if I don't. Well, but yeah, I, your credit score will. <laughs> well, dude, they, I'm, dude, I'm 47 years old. The credit score is a dude. That's a dream far gone. It's already over. That fight's been fought and dude, then lost. I dude, I got my ass kicked in the credit score war. I got like, dude, I got scalped in that one. It was. It was awesome. Awful, dude. It was terrible. I don't have any money, and that's why we're going to give you some so you don't have to be like me. Your shot at $1,000 right now. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the keyword money to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's money to 200-200. Rock. 106. 106.9. It is Friday. 
Just before 7.30, we do it every week. We talk to Mark Munch Bishop. Munch on Sports, weekdays at 3, Fox Sports 1350, everywhere on the free iHeartRadio app. Munch, I want to start this week with the Ohio State Buckeyes. And you may, my friend. As, uh, as they got beat again. And so now it's pretty much taking them out of the national championship conversation, I would imagine. And I saw some of the Buckeye Nation now asking for a shakeup of the organization. And I don't know if that means getting rid of Urban Meyer, which I think would be the dumbest move ever to move away from Urban Meyer. Am I right in that? Brother, you are 100% correct. Let me just say something, okay? okay. I am Buckeye. I am Homer and Show for my Scarlet and Gray. But you know what, man? I'm going to say it. The worst football fans in the world are Ohio State fans. Not only is there no tolerance for others, come on, you got to be behind for those that have less than you have, but you you lose a game. Now, it was a horrendous loss because not only were they outplayed, Dan, they were outcoached to the day that Kirk Ferentz outcoaches anyone on the Ohio State team. uh, You know, he's a decent guy, but come on. He's a middle of the road coach, and that is a seven and five, five and seven, six and six team at best. I know they played Penn State hard, but the bottom line is, no, it would be ridiculous. It would be asinine. Someone even said to me the other day, they go, Munch, you know he's 7-3 in his last 10 games. Yeah, and who did he lose to? He lost to Clemson, who was right. national champions, okay? Um, what can you say? The Oklahoma game and Aberration, they're, they're a pretty good football team, too. The, the Iowa game is the only one that leaves me shaking or scratching my head, the old SMH. No, dude, come on. It would be ridiculous for uh, removal there. I will say this, though. Urban's got to start looking more back to the state of Ohio. You know, put the picket fence around it like Jim Trelsey used to say. You're going to watch tomorrow, Michigan State. There's a couple linebackers uh, that played for Michigan State, Fry and Baker, that Ohio State said, you're not good enough to come here. Those kids have chips on your shoulder. I just don't help. I just hope that they don't make a difference in the game. I'm never for firing a coach unless I can see the plan. Unless somebody can point to me like, well, we're going to go get this guy, then I'm, and, and, and it makes sense, then I'm for it. Because my, I maintain, like, if you get rid of Urban, like, who are you going to get? Who's better than Urban Meyer? Nick Saban? Maybe, but you're not going to get him to leave Alabama. So that, Thank like, you. So, like, that's not going to happen. And, and I'm saying maybe Nick's better. Maybe. I, I mean, I don't think it's definitive. I think, you know what I mean? So I will never move, move off of Ur- Urban's won literally everywhere he has ever been. They have been a winner. I'm not moving off of a winner. Let me ask you about, so now we'll move over to a loser. All right, here we go. The Cleveland Browns. <laughs> The Cleveland Browns, it's a complete and utter disaster. And there's a rumor out there that that Joe Thomas may be interested in coaching at some point. Do you believe Joe Thomas will end up as a coach for the Cleveland Browns? You know, he'll end up at least as a line coach. Dan, you ready for this? Fantone, is that Joe is actually coaching linemen right now in Berea. He's just not sitting home. You know, after his nice. surgery on his knee. No, he is actually helping linemen right now. And it's no surprise that Spencer Drango has been more than adequate. Who is coaching him? The best left tackle in the game is coaching him, and you're seeing that right now. Yeah, and I'm sure, you know, him being there for Miles Garrett and being able to give him pointers of the guys he's going to be going up against. I mean, uh, say what you want about Joe Thomas, but the guy has a mind for football, so that'll, oh, yeah. be, that'll, that'll be great to see, you know, him in that role. Um, one of the other rumors, and it's always funny to me much, that, you know, for a team that's so bad, there's always so many talking points Story when it comes line. to the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. We can always come up with something. Um, one of the one of the rumors, and I think Jason Lockenfurl was the one who said it, is that D Haslam is essentially where the buck stops when it comes to the Cleveland Browns. 
Browns organization. Number one, how true is that that you know of? And number two, what are your thoughts on that? Okay, well, number one, you've got to remember this. Jason Lockenfora, for some bizarre reason, is a lapdog of Mike Lombardi. Mike Lombardi is the biggest backstabber in the NFL. He was a backstabber in the 90s with the Browns. Heck, when Joe Banner brought him in, dudes, I've told you the story. Banner was in one office telling Jimmy to fire Lombardi. Banner hired Lombardi. Lombardi's in another office telling Jimmy to fire Banner. But the bottom line is this. He does have someone inside 76 Lou Groza Boulevard, and don't think that the former Secret Service agents are trying to find out who that person <laughs> is feeding him some things. There is no doubt that right now, guys, don't know if you know this or not, but Monday, the Pilot Flying J trial has started with the higher-ups in that organization. A lot of finger-pointing already to Jimmy Haslam and his brother, who yeah. is the governor of Tennessee, and to their dad with Pilot Flying J. So I think Jimmy's preoccupied with that. There's no doubt in my mind that D holds a lot more sway with this team. Now, if she's choosing football players, then we're going to be 0-16, 1-15 for the next 10 years, okay? But having her with the range, I have no problem with it whatsoever. She's a great businesswoman. She's fair. She can be tough when needed. And you know what? I don't think Jimmy could do it because he hired him. He'll be the one, and I was hoping it was during the bye week that Sashi DePanest and Barry would clean out their offices because they're just making this team worse by the day. Yeah, I um, I looked at the line this week, Munch, earlier this morning. The Browns are getting 11 on the road this weekend at Detroit. Is there any chance they win this game? You know, if you're asking me, I will say absolutely not. Not against Matthew Stafford. I have them losing by 21. And have you noticed? The Lions are making sure they're, they're looking at playoffs. Now with Aaron Rodgers hurt, even though they're only 4-4, four and four, Lions are giving nothing but accolades to the Cleveland Browns. My God, bro, unless you get pressure on Stafford, who is going to defend Golden Tate? Who is going to defend Marvin Jones? Who is going to defend Ebron? And something else. I heard something the other day. And, guys, do I pick on him? Yes. Do I pick on him because where he went to school? No. But somebody asked Jabril Peppers, was it hard missing two games for injury after you've been playing at such a high level? Well, the only high level might be what he's doing on Friday and Saturday night. My gosh, he has been horrendous. Is that all people can come up with? No, this is going to be a nasty, nasty game. Stafford should have his way with the team. Do you believe Josh Gordon will be back this season and make a significant impact on this team? He will be back. He will not make a significant impact. Dan, this is something else. My God, I am sick and tired of it. And I'm going to be blunt, and we can't be that. We're adults. Sure, I speak different languages. I can speak impaired. If anybody ever calls because they've been up all night partying, send them to me. I will translate if they're making a request to you. But, you know, it's just from the neighborhoods I'm from. I speak junkie, bro, okay? And the stuff Josh Gordon is saying is some of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard. My gosh, talking about his brothers getting in a fight in the stands, things like that, playing human pinball with his cars, side-swiping cars. A couple of things he has not said. He has not apologized to people that he's offended, that he has hurt. He has not taken a higher power in account. No, nah, Josh Gordon is just, he, he's snowing all of us, man. I'm telling you that. And just get him out of here as soon as you can. Wow. Wow. You know, there are going to be people, Munch, who say about Josh Gordon that when you go into the program, that the apology part comes down the road and that it has to be about him right now and that he'll get to steps eight and nine when he's ready to get to steps eight and nine. You don't, you don't, you don't buy any of that. 
Brother, you know what? I live the 12 steps daily. In fact, I wrote notes on, a, on a, a paper to apologize to people. I had a list of people that was as long as a toilet paper roll, okay? I immediately started reaching out to them back in my time, and that was a while back. Bottom line is, no, he's self-serving. It's me, 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 him, him, him. How could you not just, you, you get me going, no, I don't buy it in any way, shape, or form, my friend. Okay, well, that I mean, that's fair. That's a, You're entitled to your, your, your opinion. you got 40 years in the sports business. I, it's your opinion. It's not necessarily going to be wrong either. We do. He does have a lot to prove. There's no reason lot to give to him prove. the benefit of the doubt. I think we've all dealt with somebody who's lost that trust, and it's really, really hard to gain it back. I, I mean, would totally is. agree. So let me Guys, add- you got to remember something. In my time, and Dan and Matt doing morning shows back in the early 80s, well, put it this way, the GM would come in and he didn't have a cup of coffee for you to get you fired up, okay? <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a, that is a fair point. I do know, I do know that history, uh, you know, unfortunately a little too well there. Let me ask you about the Cavaliers. I think people are a little overboard. I know they lost again last night, but that Houston Rockets team is damn good. They lost by four. I, I'm not going overboard on the Cavs. No, don't go overboard out of it all. Here's the thing, though, guys. What is rebounding? That's what killed them yesterday. Did you see the discrepancy? Was it like 45 to 26, 46 to 25, something like that? You know what rebounding is? It is heart and desire. However, you got to have some of the boys in there to pound the boards. They lost yesterday because Clint Capella, who? He grabbed a missed shot and threw it down. Kevin Love isn't getting a hell of a lot of help being the main rebounder in there. Would Tristan have helped? He most certainly would. But I'm looking for that quote-unquote Thug's life guy, as both Thugs and Harmony would say, in the paint to rebound, to push some people out of the way. That's what's killing them right now. They are going to be fine, okay? They are still going to the championship at the end of the year. I'm not putting the cart in front of the horse. They're going to be okay, Dan. You hit it on the head. But here's one thing. You play against a bad, bad Dallas team on Saturday night. What have we done against bad teams? Right. <laughs> Look at Atlanta. Look at Brooklyn. Now, win freaking Saturday night, guys. Put them away. Now, this is definitely a time for the Cavaliers fans where I think you can look and everyone just got to kind of reevaluate. The last time the Cavaliers started out a season five and seven was three years ago when they ended up losing in the NBA finals to the Golden State Warriors. And don't get me wrong. I don't want that to happen again. But if that's the final like tale of the five and 12 season, I'll live. Right. I mean, I've been through dark days with the Cavaliers, so I'm, I'm OK right now with LeBron James still on my team. Yeah, it's not like the Bobby Surrey years. And, and Munch, I mean, when we talk about LeBron James on the team, I want to talk about LeBron James owning the team. Recently came out in The Athletic that LeBron definitely interested in owning the Cavaliers. How much, you know, not what percentage do you think, but how much clout do you think that has? How much, how much is that going to, is that realistic? He's already owning the Cavs. Well, brother, I'm going to hit you with this, okay? And I actually had this a couple of years ago before the show even started, but there's no doubt in my mind, when LeBron's playing days are over, Dan Gilbert will sell him the Cavaliers. Dan, in turn, will go back to Detroit and buy the Detroit Pistons. You know what? Say what you are. He's from the state up north. I don't care. The only jobs Dan Gilbert has brought to Cleveland, Amen. those jobs will stay here. Plus, he brought us a championship. Amen. That is what I've known for a while now, and that's what I expect to happen. There's Mark Munch, Bishop Munch on Sports Weekdays at 3 on Fox Sports 1350, everywhere on the free iHeartRadio app. Munch, thank you so much, man. We'll talk to you again next week. Hey, guys, don't forget, too, you're welcome. Don't forget a lot of great high school action tonight, too. See if Barbara teams remain undefeated. 
and your buddies, Maslin back in action, uh, Mr. Stansberry. Yeah, I'll just I'll just leave that one right there. Go Ashland Eagles, right? <laughs> just uh, just I'm just gonna leave that one right there. Thank you so much, Munch. Love catch you guys. Him, catch him weekdays at three, Fox Sports thirteen fifty. Dude, how about Munch calling Ohio State Buckeye fans the worst football fans in the country? Dude, he could have blown me over three times there. Is that with the Josh Gordon thing? I mean, Munch with the hot takes this morning, dude. man. Just, just letting it, just lighting it on. <laughs> Fire. Love that dude. Turns out Louis C.K. is the newest Hollywood creep. We'll get into that next on Rock 106.9. The Stansberry Show. We may not be a global epidemic yet. On iHeartRadio. This is a dream come true. Canvas Rock 6.9. And welcome back to The Stansberry Show. 810, you'll win yourself $1,000. That's when you get your next keyword for Rock 106.9's bribe. What a great way to start your weekend with an extra 1000 bucks. That'd be awesome. So, somewhere in this country today, Roseanne Barr feels vindicated. Because it was like, I think a year, year and a half ago, she came out and said, Louis C.K.'s a total creep. I've heard a ton of stories of this guy sexually harassing women. And everybody in the country and all over the internet, like, mocked her. Told her to shut up. She didn't know what she was talking about. Looking to cash in and, you know, resurrect her dead career. Well, it turns out now five women have accused Louis C.K. of being sexually inappropriate. As a matter of fact, a year and a half ago, Roseanne Barr said, look, he's about getting naked and masturbating in front of women. She actually nailed the story right on the head because that's what these women are now coming out and accusing him of. Because Louis C.K. is like the next one of these. We saw this now with like Kevin Spacey and, you know, a couple of other people. People are waiting on Danny Masterson's thing to be pulled from Netflix because apparently there's overwhelming you know, evidence that he had raped four women. So now Louis C.K. is the next one of these guys, and uh, he had like secretly filmed a movie, directed and produced it, and it was supposed to come out the other day, and they yanked that out of theaters already. They're like, nope, we're not doing that. I believe HBO has moved off of uh, being in business with him, and uh, I think FX is actually pulling one of the shows that he's just the producer of. So what I'm going to say is this, and this is going to be uncomfortable for a lot of people, but I realized yesterday that and I just know creative people, that this is going to be becoming more and more prevalent, that I, if I'm being honest with you, I don't think I'm going to be able to stay away from everybody's entertainment that is guilty of something like this. I just don't think it's realistic. Because I think once the names start to really drop, bodies are going to start dropping in this all over. Every industry. And I don't think I'm just I'm being honest. I don't have it in me to stay away from everybody's entertainment who is capable of doing something this awful. I mean, because you have no idea who those people are, what projects they've done that you've loved. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because I mean, Lord knows. I, I can't stand I'm, I'm never watching this Louis C.K. thing ever again now just because it's like, well, I mean, dude, eventually this is going to hit somebody I'm really a big fan of. And I'm going to be a total hypocrite. I guess. I <laughs> So, so at that point, you're saying like a stand-up special is worth more to you than not supporting somebody who's uh, who's 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 uh, not, and let's say horrific crimes. I'm I mean, saying eventually this is going to hit a music band that I like enough to where I'm going to continue to listen to their music no matter what they've been accused of. The the prime example of this that we talk about is Michael Jackson. Is Michael Jackson, and I always say I disagree with what Michael did, and I think it's awful. But I uh, and and having been a victim of child abuse, I still don't rush to like radio management like that's not right we play him i don't do it i i think it sometimes in my head but i don't i don't get so up on my hill about it that we need to yank him off the radio i mean uh, yes but you do 
you do have I question issue it. with that. I, I question mean, it. You know, you, but again, even in my private life occasionally, I will listen to Michael Jackson music. I have to admit that his number one's greatest hits album is fantastic. So morality has no place when it comes to entertainment. I'm saying that I think it's unrealistic for me to say to myself that I will that I will excommunicate myself from all entertainment that's associated with this at all. Oh, I mean, uh, I, I, I just I know me. I won't have the ability to do at, it. At least there's some honesty there. You know, at the, at the very least, like that's I, and I think most people have a hard time doing that. Like, I could stay away from Louis C.K. projects, right? Because I I like him. He's wildly talented, even though I had had an interview with him go off the rails. He actually bitched about me on Howard Stern's show. It was actually a proud moment for me. But, like, that, I mean, so, like, I've had some personal history there with Louis, and I I got plenty enough, although he did call me funny. I do got plenty of reason where I could even personally just walk away from it. I'm just saying, I, I could stay away from him stuff, but let's say, all right. Let's make this Paul Stanley a kiss. Okay. I'll be honest with you, dude. I'm gonna listen to Destroyer. I am. I'm gonna. I would. I would. I maybe go pay to go see them now. I don't know. But I would. I'm still gonna listen to the albums I like. I'm now, sorry. Now, I'm gonna. Now uh, we we've talked about this before when it comes to crimes of a sexual nature. That's a broad umbrella. Huge. It is, and I mean, you can make the arguments between. Well, if it was Paul Stanley that was, you know, Louis C.K., you feel like okay, masturbating in front of a woman while well, not something that I approve of, or, but that's over my line. If and I, but I guess I mean, if you're if if you're if you're frank with your frank enough with yourself to say yes, I know Michael Jackson raped children, but I continue to listen and to him. Well, then why wouldn't you be that way? With Paul and I'm close to that subject, given the fact that it happened to me as a no, child. Not you, because this this because you've just kind of proved yourself of like, all right, I would be consistent with this. But I think it will be interesting to see that, like, all right, so we're all going to drive these. We're going to say like, well, you have to separate morality when it comes to entertainment. Does that apply across the board when it comes to like you know sports and things like that? And like, do 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 we care? We, we pick and choose weird lines in this country music, on this stuff. Music, it feels like ah, you can do whatever. You know why? It's because it's like no, it's a different thing. We're talking about. it's because people don't associate a corporation with a musical artist which is of course crazy because you can go back to the record label even louis ck like yes you can go back to hbo you can go FX. back to fx you can go back to all these different things but it feels like by saying by i don't i i don't i'll stop watching louis ck stuff well, i can still keep watching FX and here's stuff. what here's what makes it really hard with hollywood is that louis ck could be involved in projects you don't know Right, because he could right. just have produced things. So it's like, are you going to go that far? Is it going to be anything he had anything to do with? Or if it, if he's on the screen, do you have an issue? Like, where are you going to draw that personal line for yourself? Yeah, I mean, that, this is going to be a very blurred line for the country where you feel like, uh, well, my favorite, you know. Let me just tell you what's going to end up in the long run. In under five years from now, you are going to find out that an alarming percentage of people in this country have been sexually abused as children. I'm just telling you, it's good. You're going to end up fine. And I, dude, I've, oh, what have I always said about creative people? You, it just doesn't fall out of the sky from the wound drips your gold, bro. I've been preaching this since I've been, since I took this show over. If you are funny, creative, dude, it all comes from a traumatizing thing that happened to you as a kid and you were using entertainment as deflection so people don't look into it. I have been on that from the very beginning and I've been right about it. I, I, this is awful out of Louis C.K. I'm not a proponent of what he did, obviously, but if I'm going to be honest with you, and what I always want from you is to be honest with yourself, 
I know it's easy to get on social media and be like, oh my God, this is awful. Protest and boycott. But if you're honest with yourself, dude, in six months, in a year, in 18 months, you're going to be watching something and Louis C.K. will be on it and you'll think, oh, that's not great. But you're going to continue to watch it. We are. It's awful, and we should be rooting, finding these people, and, and getting rid of them, and we should be doing all that. Which, by the way, who's going to be the first celebrity to go to jail over this? Is it going to be Kevin Spacey? I I, I, I got to wonder, is Kevin Spacey going to be the first? Because it seems like everybody's turned on Kevin Spacey. And I'll say this, Fantone. This industry, the radio business, wait till this starts to happen. Wait till, wait till women start to come out and be like, oh my God, back at that Mardi Gras party in 2005, that radio DJ, because dude, I've seen radio guys and I've seen stuff with my own eyes. I'm telling you, when this starts to hit the radio business, radio dudes, morning show dudes are going to start dropping from the sky. There's going to be jobs open all over the place because this business, as much as I hate to admit it, is kind of filled with creeps. Like it kind of, I mean, it kind of is not everybody, obviously don't like run from the radio, obviously, but there are more than enough people like any industry. What do I always say? If an industry is big enough, there's enough dirty people inside of it. No matter what the industry is, I'm telling you, I like I have seen stuff with my own eyes. Radio dudes all over the country, as they're reporting on stories like this, are secretly behind closed doors, sweating their balls off, worried about what's going to happen to them. Thousand dollars up for grabs. That's next on Rock 106.9. The Stansberry Show, Canton's Rock Station, Rock 106.9. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sands Ray Show on Rock 106.9. Online for you, WRQK.com. $1,000 up for grabs here momentarily. You'll get your next keyword at 810. Also, 830, we'll pass out those Perfect Circle tickets. I'm looking forward to that show. It's on the 18th up at CSU, Wolstein Center. We'll get you in. Dude, listen to this. It was like six, seven different law enforcement agencies came together. Yeah. And 11 different search warrants were executed at a home on Wednesday and Thursday. In here in Maslin, where two people were taken into custody. And officials are now saying, look, more arrests are coming. Good. But they found 15 weapons, $400,000 in cash. Damn, dude. No, 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 no. Just wait. Damn. 15 kilos of cocaine, eight pounds of crystal meth, 500 pounds of marijuana. Shit. Three vehicles. The FBI, Canton Police, Medway Drug Enforcement, Jackson Township Police, Louisville Police, DEA, ATF also assisted with this investigation. They say a year long. Dude, I mean, that's alphabet soup right there. You just let yeah. the FBI, DEA, dude. I mean, literally every cop around was involved every in Every show Good. on CBS got involved. Good God, The dude. FBI, Canton Police, other agencies confiscated over $800,000 with the drugs, 15 weapons from a Maslin home. Jesus, year-long investigation into this. We said, you, how much? 500 pounds of, of... 500 pounds of marijuana. That alone is an astronomical amount of drugs, dude. I am shocked that, like... I, I, I can't even I can't even wrap my head around what that would look like. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a, that's a huge amount of marijuana, and then you start throwing in it was it was kilos of coke, kilos of or pounds of of methamphetamine, dude. That's 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 insane. I don't want to say I can't believe that much was being stored somewhere, but like that. How, how I mean, how, how like was that the house was exclusively a drug running house? Right? It had yeah. to have been. It had to have been. 
I, I can't imagine you were doing anything else. I mean, how could you even move around in there? Right. I mean, like, how, how much space did you need to have 500 pounds of marijuana? I don't care how you package marijuana. 500 pounds of it's going to reek, right? Right. And was this, was all of those, were all of those drugs being distributed through Stark County? Or was that a stop point somewhere? Or they say that... throughout the state, obviously, okay. that these drugs were being moved okay. around. But, um, you know what I mean? It, it's, you know... It, it's probably a relay point, right? Between right. Youngstown and Cleveland. Well, you got Youngstown, you got Cleveland. I mean, like, Stark County is kind of central to eastern Ohio. Where That's it's true. Like you can make those easy runs from one point to another. Um, and not to, but boy, I, I would have thought this was a Canton story as opposed to a Maslin story. Not that I don't think there's drugs in Maslin or I don't think there's, you know, uh, that that's not happening in Maslin. But to me, this sounds like. I was going to say, be, drive around Maslin. This, to me, this sounds like it would have been a Canton story, but Jesus, dude. That's well, crazy. I mean, if now again, I mean, drug dealers can be smart. I mean, I know they got caught, but right. if you're smart, think about what you just said. You would assume it'd be here, right? All the more reason to put do it, it in, in Maslin. Right? You know what I mean? All the more reason to do it there. That's a, that's how small towns, that's how places you don't think about end up with this stuff is because people are like, well, they're probably going to look here. Let's not put it there. Let's do it over here. Um, I wonder what kind of effect this has on the local drug scene. You know what I'm saying? I mean, 500 pounds of marijuana being removed. All of a sudden, that changes the dynamics of everything. That much methamphetamine, eight pounds plus, that was in town now is not. It'll just be interesting to see how that all kind of shakes out in the next coming weeks. 15 kilos of cocaine. Yeah, dude. That's a lot of blow, dude. The thing with Coke, and like, don't get me wrong, it's always in style because it's like Coke, but like, I don't even feel like Coke has really been that much of an issue recently where it's like, you don't hear people talking about it. It's because the media is, and rightfully, is on the opioid epidemic because legitimately, dude, we're stacking people, we're stacking bodies in like, in trailers. I can't believe that there wasn't, you know, 25 pounds of heroin involved in this too. It just seems like that's so the drug that people are buying and people are using and, and, and kind of the money maker right now. Well, you got to wonder because of how much of, uh, of these other drugs are here is what's happened here is people like this because everybody's moved to heroin and pills and things like that is are people like this going, you know what? There people are leaving money on the ground. Like like other drug dealers are leaving money on the ground because everybody's chasing like the new thing. Let's fill this void. Yeah, yes, of course. There's a little bit of like, well, yeah. I mean, meth heads still want meth just because everyone else is doing heroin right now doesn't mean there's not a market for that. But I mean, if you're if you're willing to have eight pounds of meth on you, you're willing to have well, twenty sure. pounds of heroin. You sure. know. Yeah, I just man, fifteen weapons, four hundred thousand dollars in cash. Here's what I can never understand. Okay, and I've thought this seeing movies. I think this watching you know real stories. Like, at what point do you go, do you look around the house and go, man, that's $400,000 in cash. Like, if, done. let's We're just done. get out. We're done. It's the greed, ultimately, that sends you down into jail, right? It, I mean, $400 in cash, not enough money to live the rest of your life, but enough to set yourself up. You know what I mean? Like, all right, I'm still going to have to go get a job, but I, I have enough money now but to... just a job to where people won't ask how the hell you're living without a job. I mean, like, right. legitimately, you could go find a three-day-a-week gig right. and just be smart with that money and not blow the four hundred grand. I don't want anybody going, oh, my God, why are you teaching drug dealers? 
knows how to get away. I'm just saying, like, why don't you walk away? There's something about me, and again, this is like, but gamblers are the same way. It's like, dude, when you, my buddy was up in Vegas just two weeks ago, had like ten grand in front of him and didn't Couldn't walk stop. away. It's like, dude, why just why not just walk away? But again, if you were able to walk away, you're probably not the kind of person who's selling drugs in the first place. Right, right, right. Um, shout out to all those law enforcement officers over it's the amazing. course of a year, and I mean all those different departments. And thank God, because like when we're talking this much drugs and this much money, that easily could have turned into a deadly situation. Whoever was arrested, I'm surprised it was without violence involved. I am. The patience it takes to be a drug cop, to know somebody's guilty, have photos of them, have video of it, and be, have to wait to get the enough of the evidence, enough of the product before, like the you know, the prosecutors can do their job effectively. Like the patience it would take to know somebody's guilty, have them in your crosshairs, and not act every day until the right moment. I'm not sure I have that in me. So you don't have to go out there and commit crimes to have a bunch of money. We have $1,000 every hour up for grabs. Your next opportunity is happening right now. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. Dude, I just read a tweet from Mark Marin. Yeah. And I like Mark. I mean, he can get a little, like anybody else, you listen to him enough, he can get a little crazy, much like I'm sure a lot of you feel about me. And he says, look, man, I've been friends with Louis C.K. a long, I'm going to paraphrase here. He says, I've been friends with Louis C.K. a long time. Said, I just read the entire article. None of it's good. But I'm going to get into it on my show, not a crappy platform like Twitter. Now, I don't want to be guilty of continuing his thoughts and assuming that I understand what he meant and putting words into his mouth. But just listening to that, it kind of sounds like he's going to end up defending Louis C.K. a little bit. Um, well, I mean, I don't know if I can defend it. I guess there's two different ways to look at it. There is like, well, is Louis C.K. defensible in the sense of are these allegations or are Are they true? And I mean, like, I don't know. That's that's a fair. That's a fair thing, because there are those are two different things. And with Mark Maron having a close relationship to Louis C.K., I mean, I'm not necessarily surprised to know that maybe he doesn't find that to be true. Or maybe he's going to be like, yo, you know, this is something that because I've said this before with. There's like some people in your life where you'd be like, no, that didn't happen. And there's other guys you know when you'd be like, mm, nah, all right, I guess I can't be shocked by happen. it. Right. And, and, and maybe this is more a criticism of Twitter because let's be real, it's a pretty nuanced conversation when you're having about one of your friends being accused of sexual harassment. 280 characters isn't enough of this. It. Right. So, like, that's uh, fair. At least a podcast is at least somewhat better of a platform. Actually, one that. of those bot things on Twitter just actually found one of my old tweets right. where Louis C.K. had said something on. On SNL, right? He had made a joke, and I was like, "Oh God!" And I it tweeted out, "Like, guys, relax. It was just a joke." And I like hashtagged it, "Nation of Sissies" or something. And so one of these like troll farm bots like hit me up. What about now? And I just responded back. I was like, "Dude, jokes are different than actions." Well, I mean, but remember when Louis C.K. was on Saturday Night Live? He made the joke about how good it must be to be a pedophile and how good it must be. I think to, that's well. I mean, like. So now that he's been accused of sexual misconduct, I can, you don't think that you don't think that's at least indication that you know that, I, that joke was more than a joke. Well, n- again, but actions are different than than like his. Yes, new information can change my mind over something that happened. Absolutely, I will always leave room for my opinion to be able to be changed over new information. I'm not going to be locked into something I said five years ago and say, "Well, no, I'm still standing by that," even though there's new information out there. I'm willing to be able to be moved. 
But I, as I again, I people always say that's not funny or that shouldn't be funny. I've made jokes about what has happened to me as a kid a million times, and everybody laughs. So absolutely, uncomfortable things can be funny. We're moving that line now, and maybe rightfully so. I don't know, but maybe rightfully so. I do want to clear this up before the break. I had said, look, look, at some point, I'm gonna. This is. I'm not going to be able to stay away from entertainment over somebody that's guilty. And I maintain because what I think is going to happen is in the end of this is that you were going to find out that, that, that a, an alarming amount of people are guilty over this issue. And I just don't think it's realistic to say that you're never going to listen to albums, watch TV shows, or, you know what I mean? Support and not, uh, well, not support, but like enjoy things. That have come from people who were guilty of awful things. Is enjoying and consuming something, supporting something, supporting someone, supporting that artist. If you paid for it, right? I, now, yeah. watch now as America will use this as an excuse to continue to steal and stream entertainment well, illegally. Well, I mean, like, yeah. well, I didn't pay for the pedophiles movie, but I wanted uh, to see it. So, like, all right, so it's it's one thing if I buy the Michael Jackson album, but it's another thing if I listen to it on the radio because it's free. I, I look, I'm saying I think that's where people are going to draw their line. I don't, I, 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 but if you give somebody money, isn't that support? I guess giving them your attention isn't in some way that support. Like, isn't that validating them at the least? It's saying, I find you acceptable. I mean, if this is the line, shouldn't we be walking away from Aerosmith? Uh, dude, I mean, I've said it since, you know, you since know Concert I mean? for Legends. Shouldn't we yeah. be walking away from David Bowie? Well, I mean, like, shouldn't we? I mean, shouldn't we? I, well, I mean, here's the thing if we're going to walk away from Louis C.K., yes. If we're going to walk away from Kevin Spacey, yes. Like, it's weird what we, I, I, for some reason, music doesn't have this happen. And I don't know why that is. Like, music is like, you cannot penetrate that celebrity somehow. Yeah, it, it's not, I mean, I understand the very special. Look at R. Kelly. The very special relationship music has with people, and you almost feel like you own that music, and I don't know what it is, though. I don't know if it's that close, intimate nature and, like, the relationship we have with songs as opposed to artists, and it's like movies feel easier or, like, TV shows feel easier for me to separate myself from, but there is something there where it's like music is different it, it, We w- The standard is very, very different for a musician. It's weird, and I'm not sure. It sh- no, as a matter, I am sure it should not be that way, right? Like if you found out the lead singer of a band was masturbating in front of women who did not ask him to do that, what is the difference of that versus what Louis C.K. is doing? Sure, I mean, but is it? And now I wonder if this is true, which is crazy because this is where all the labels are now. Is it because actors are perceived to be from Hollywood, this target that everybody okay. hates, okay. and musicians aren't? Okay. Is that what that is? Uh, at least somewhat. I mean, it, I would have to imagine that there, there's there's got to be something there where it separates them. But I mean, like at the end of the day, okay, so you're not from Hollywood, you're not like being sent out, but like, dude, you're still rich, you're still out of touch with America. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're still. Well, where you is Capitol Records? Level, okay. It's in Hollywood. You right, know what right, I mean? Right, like. Right. So that's the thing I don't understand is like, it's like, but actors are perceived to be from this liberal, you know, Hollywood elitist land where those musicians have the same life yeah, those and musicians. live right down the street from Will Ferrell. At least, at least the upper echelon there, the upper crust, the, the Aerosmiths. And like you said, you know, the, the R. Kelly's, yes, they do live that same lifestyle no matter where they're from. But I don't know. There, there's a line. What about this? I completely forgot about this. Thank you, Twitter. Pete Townsend with the child porn. CSI never pulled that music from the opening of that theme. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, like yeah. you see what I'm saying? Like there's we're gonna have to revisit a million things that have happened in this country now because of this, and probably rightfully so. Like, because I'm willing to bet what's happening here. You and I are looking through this through the filters of two men. Right. Imagine a woman today in America who was like, dude, it's about time. Oh, like, yeah. thank God this is no. finally going to be a thing now. Now, you know, I guess there's it was it was a month ago and probably less than there was that hashtag me too. And I know some people criticized it and some people, you know, supported it. But one of the things that it kind of opened my eyes up to is like, if there's this many victims and, you know, you bring up uh, abuse when it comes to a child, but even like this many victims of sexual harassment, this many victims of rape, this many victims of sexual violence. It's like, if there's this many victims, there's, if not an equal <laughs> amount, there is a significant amount. Three of, times more perpetrators. R- r- way, mean, more. Well, I mean, way more. Way th- more. Th- there's, there's, and you got to think of the people who didn't have their voice be heard, who didn't want to share that story, there's got to be a lot of right. There's got to be a lot of perpetrators out there as well. So it's like you walk through your day-to-day life thinking that you know people's stories, you know who they are, you know what they've been through. You got no idea. You got zero clue who, who, who these people are. I'm being told that most of the musicians you have named have never stood up on their platform and tried to tell me how to live my life. They never pretended to be socially or morally superior. Okay, maybe they have never done it from a personal standpoint, I'm telling you, you didn't perceive a lot of those songs or records the way they were meant to be perceived. And, 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 and whether you're standing on a high horse or not, dude, I, I, I'm not going to be your friend if you're a rapist. You know what I'm saying? So why am I allowing Why am I allowing a musician That's to... That's weird. Wh- because if I got accused of this and was found guilty, you're obviously not going to be my friend, but you'll probably listen to David Bowie at some point. You know what I'm you know saying? What I mean? That's right, weird. Right. That is. That's so totally like, weird. Whether you're standing on a high horse or not, you're still guilty of the crime. You're guilty of something. Yeah, right. you, you, you are. And like, it's not, musicians. It's not the moral... It's not the moral support, the moral like superiority that you're projecting that I have a problem with. It's you being a sexual well, predator. And not only that, musicians preach to you more than actors. They just do it with guitar solos, and you don't realize they're preaching to you. you everybody takes songs to mean what you want them to mean. When in reality, I mean, dude, how many times we? The most famous example was "Born in the USA." People took that song to be pro-American, which it was anything but that. It's like musicians preach to you more than actors, but. Be, they do it with choruses, and so you don't necessarily hear it the way it was intended to be heard. This is going to affect the entertainment industry massively. Somebody just brought up, with all the powerful men being brought down, what about the powerful women? I'm sure there are going to be cases. I know yesterday um, Mariah Carey was um, uh, accused by one of her bodyguards of sexual harassment. and like you know, That's going to get tricky because, honestly, it's, it's, America's done a bad job of believing men that have been sexually harassed. And now I know I just said on this program as a matter of, I know I remember saying it that I believe that this issue affects women on a way that it doesn't affect men even men who have been um, sexually harassed I think it's pro- it, this does happen I think it's more prevalent with women yeah I'm much larger scale that doesn't I negate- also think there are more men in positions of power than women especially in Hollywood uh, that doesn't necessarily negate it does the, not negate you it. know the trials and tribulations for sure of it does not who's gone through this. absolutely does not but- and honestly men are I would feel I would imagine are going to be hesitant to come forward because there are going to be there's going to be a section of America that will mock men and go oh pff, really she sexually harassed you right. you wanted it right you know what I mean you well, can't sexually harass but- the willing you're gonna hear idiots say things I mean, like that. But there's those same idiots who are going to say the same thing about the women that were involved in yeah, these well, cases. Yeah, you know, I, she, well, that's, you know, look at the way she was dressed. Right, right. Like, uh, that is the most, one of the most moronic theories I've ever heard in my entire, look at the way she was dressed. It does, 
I don't care if the shirt says grab me. It doesn't mean you can't make it about what people were wearing. That's I hate, absolutely hate that argument. This is going to rock the entertainment industry because I'm telling you guys, we have just hit the tip of the iceberg. And rightfully so, I think. Honestly, like I, I know it's I know this is going to turn into like, well, you are can't, we seeing like, the end? I don't know. I mean, dude, look, fo- football's kind of falling apart. You got a bunch of controversy in there. Now, falling apart's a little bit of a stretch there. But, like, you got you got social issues rocking that. You got social issues rocking Hollywood. We're now seeing this, with obviously, in the political realm. You know what I mean? Roy Moore, you oh, got geez, that whole man, issue that's, that's happening. Bad. I mean, dude, are we seeing the crumbling of multiple institutions that we have relied on as distractions to our life since the existence of man? Are we watching right now the slowly topple of what we have always held to? Like, what are we going to do? Like, think about that. If the standard is going to be you cannot enjoy entertainment made by awful people, what will we do? What are we going to do? You know what I mean, what are we going to do all day? Like, I, I, I mean, ultimately, I don't, I don't want to make light of it, but like, I'm telling you, I think five years from now, the list of these celebrities who are guilty of this is going to, honestly, I think it's going to shock you. I think it's even going to end with people that you would have never thought in a million years would have been guilty of something like this are going to, you're going to find out that yes, they absolutely are. This thing, I'm telling you, this is tip of the iceberg territory here. This thing will pick up speed like a snowball downhill, and by the end, it is going to be a full-on avalanche of dead bodies in Hollywood, of, of, of careers that have been lost. More Stansberry Show right around the corner. Hang on. The Stansberry Show. We may not be a global epidemic yet. On iHeartRadio. This is a dream come true. Canton's Rock Station. Rock 106.9. And welcome back to the Stansberry Show. We'll pass out these a perfect circle of tickets here momentarily. A little bit this morning, we've been talking about this Louis C.K. issue where uh, I believe it's now five women have come forward and have accused him of being sexually inappropriate. I believe a couple of the stories are that he had stripped down naked and then masturbated in front of them. Uh, I remember Roseanne Barr said about a year, year and a half ago that this was true and everybody kind of like laughed her off and like told her to be quiet. Sure enough, she nailed it right on the head. And so we've been asking the question all morning that it seems like people will staunchly over a television or program or a movie, go, yeah, yank them out. Sports, any, any, pretty much all entertainment platforms. But music, it seems like people will kind of maybe, I don't want to say look the other way, but they'll, they'll find a way to like condone it. And Sarah writes in and says, walking away from music because of a, uh, because of their conduct is different than walking away from a TV show or movie because of an actor's conduct due to the difference in relationship with the medium. She's like, certain songs are attached to memories of your life where movies not necessarily as much. Yeah, but I that mean, is true. I remember being a kid and watching the Cosby show and like enjoying it and loving it and feeling like, hey, man, I'm, you know, I'm eight years old and Theo's hilarious and I want a bacon burger dog. But now that I'm a grown up and I look at Bill Cosby as a rapist, what's more I, I important to you, your favorite song or your favorite movie? I guess music. I guess. It's in that weird because yeah. I'm willing to bet if I asked most people, that's going to be true. That your favorite song is more important to you than your favorite movie. You, I mean, if, if that's the justification you're moving, acknowledge the fact that you're just that, moving that, the line because that's what you like. That's more. what you want to do. Absolutely. You're just moving the line. But it is, but I, I think she's right here because admittingly, you can listen to a song more times than you can watch a movie. Yeah. Right? I mean, three minutes versus two hours. That's but, part of it. You know. Well, even TV shows. Like, all right. I mean, there's like, there's something about it where you will get burnt 
on the joke or the visual or whatever the way you don't on a song. I think she is right. She's touched the surface. You're right. It's moving of the line, and you're justifying it. Yeah, I mean... That's all you're doing. That's that's all you're doing. It's just, I think it's very interesting. I also think it's because you can't, for some reason, you won't look at it as iTunes' problem over what a musician does. But it is Netflix's problem over what they do, which is is weird. It's You know what I mean? iTunes is still paying to carry that art. Right. Yeah, it's no different whatsoever. It's I mean, strange. Like, it's, well, you won't, like I said, you won't blame My1017 for playing Michael Jackson. You won't. You're not holding that you're against You're not going to hold them accountable, but right? But Netflix, all of a sudden, because Kevin Spacey, you're like, I hope well, we're not you, the thing that just started that. Well, I mean, <laughs> if, 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 if the Rock 106.9 morning show is what it took for you to come to that conclusion, I'm, I, I, I guess at that point, it's like, well, dude, were you not looking down the field at well, all? Well, we're eye openers. That's oh, what yeah, we that's do. That's what we are. Over we here. are we are the eye openers. Well, take credit where it's due, I guess. But Sarah, I think you're totally right. I, I think that I mean it's at least true of me. And it, and if we're if we are what brings Michael Jackson off of the mixes and the mys and the jacks and the blah 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 blahs, well then good for us, dude. I'll take I'll wear that like a badge of honor for the All rest right? of my life. Yeah. So keeping with sex here. All right, here we go. Facebook wants your nude photos. Okay. They want you to willingly send in intimate images. Ah. Uh, like am I like hey here's my new profile picture here's my new like album they're launching a new program and they're asking people to send intimate images it's in an effort they say to help those very same photos from getting out this announcement was made about a week ago making headlines obviously what? Facebook wants your nude photos they say send Facebook your nudes so no one else can see them essentially what they're trying to do is combat revenge porn. And so what they're trying to do is they'll what they're going to claim is is that you send in photos, they'll be able to scan those photos and then be able to look at what those they'll be able to apply filters, find very similar things. So if people try to post them, that Facebook will then block that from being posted or sent. Now Facebook already has pretty strict nudity guidelines and stuff like that. So like. If you were to post, you know, just to say your ex-girlfriend's like nude photos, those are probably going to get removed. Does this help them not get out on Twitter? Does this help them not get out on like 4chan? Does this help them not get out on other avenues? Like, I know there's like specific revenge porn sites. Does yes. It help? So it helps with that. They say here the user will send Facebook the photo. And then you'll be asked to send the photo to themselves on Messenger. And the e-safety commissioner's office will notify Facebook. Then somebody from Facebook's community operations team will use the image matching technology to prevent any instances of the image being uploaded or shared online. Now, that's a pretty broad statement because I bet what they really mean is shared online via their platform. How are they going to control what's being put up on other platforms they don't own? I mean, Facebook's pretty powerful on the Internet. And if that stuff is submitted, not as copyrighted material, but essentially like it because like you can do like a Google image search and like all like photos on the internet it'll 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 drag that up you know what i'm saying like it'll show you where else it is hosted oh that's so, fair that's fair i, I mean I, I listen i understand that there needs to be something done here but i don't know if i feel comfortable well, with this you know what parents are worried about is like that you're sending the wrong message that, that everyone has that, nudes and that, that, right that's, that what you shouldn't do is maybe never take these photos but i mean are we being realistic i mean yeah i mean it's, it's the same thing absence doesn't work guys is that a realistic plan welcome or, to the real world or is there like something to say about like response responsible digital sex but let me tell you 
for a corporation that's in the crosshairs of of the American people right now for letting Russia I- interfere right. with the election, right. I'm going to give Facebook willingly my nude photos. Use all my D-picks. You, I mean, you, you couldn't keep Russian interference off your medium. He admitted it. So, dude, if you can't control that, Mark Zuckerberg, I'm not trusting you with my most intimate of all photos, even though you probably already have them, you bastard. There's probably something in it that says, if you access our site from your phone, we have the ability to search everything on your phone. All your D-picks. Yeah. They have them all dude dude i'm in like three years all of our faces are going to be up at the post office this guy sent this <laughs> d-pick he tried to pick up this girl using this line and i'm doing i'm telling you we're all going to be guilty of everything it's going to be awesome when we're all in jail together man i'm uh, obviously kidding there just a little bit we have a perfect circle tickets let's pass those out right now we'll take caller 15 1-800-243-7625 on those and fantone i have the list of things going in the toy hall of fame we'll give you those next on rock 106.9 the Stansberry Show, Rock 106.9. Hey guys, you got Stansberry here. When you get in a car accident, the first thing you think is, I can't believe this. 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show, Rock 106.9. 9.30, we'll pass out a pair of uh, Canton Charge tickets. Four-pack Canton Charge Oh, tickets, that's baby. right. It's a family four-packed, November 15th, all going down. Dude, under a week away, I am really excited about it, man. I'm excited for, uh, for Canton Charge basketball back at the Civic Center. Me too. You're going to be coming, right? I'm going to the opener. I yeah. got you the tickets. Everything's good, homie. I'm going to the opener. I uh, I want to get an up-close look. Do you? At the Canton Charge Girls. But that's the it. The like, Charge not, is I'm, what you meant to say. No, no, no. I, no, I'm at the Charge Girls, but I'm not going to say anything to them. Okay. And I'll be keeping my hands to myself. Of course. I am not going to be the, the next celebrity taken down, which obviously uh, wouldn't even be the appropriate word. No, no, <laughs> not even close. Um, are, do, you have, uh, do you have flash sheets? Yeah, download that on your new phone because I gotta get you those tickets. I got them for you. I have to wait. I gotta download new apps. Yeah, like it's a, you don't have flash sheets like for like. No. I feel like that's for like most concert venues nowadays. No, I mean most of. My, yeah, no, no, no. I uh, no, I don't. But I, I will download that. I didn't know that. I didn't know I had to do that. Do I have to create like a whole new account? No, you just download it and like you know. Put in your email address. You'll be fine. It's That's hard. it. Yeah. All right. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't like the sound of that. But we'll we'll work on it. So I have the list of things going in to the National Toy Hall of Fame. All right. Which I wasn't even aware there was a thing, but obviously yeah. there's going to be something as big as toys. Now, is this like a physical like place you can go, or is it just like a Hall of Fame that's kind of exists in your mind? You know what's crazy is that this doesn't tell me where it is. Okay. Well, then maybe it is one of those because the, I mean, like the WWE Hall of Fame doesn't exist. It's just like, hey, you're a Hall of Famer now, and it's like well, I would imagine toys. They would want you to be able to walk through there and see it, though. I would because people would pay, right? I would think. I'm sorry, Rochester, New York. All right, well there it is. It's inside the Strong Museum in Rochester, New York. I uh, did a little Google search, found it. Speaking of museums, quick tip of the hat to the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame, who is now a nationally accredited museum as of this week. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah, that is cool. So the board game Clue. Okay. Wiffle ball, okay, and the paper airplane are going into the National Toy Hall of Fame. I think the paper airplane is a little bit of like a, I mean, I mean, come on, that's not really a toy. Yeah. Um, that's I, what you do when you don't have toys, right? What are you gonna What are you gonna do next? Like a can that you, you kick down the road? I can't believe, dude. The wiffle ball. They say the wiffle ball is still like sold like crazy. They say it's still one of the best selling toys. Yeah, I mean, because it opens up your backyard in the sense of you can't play a whole game of baseball in your backyard, but like wiffle ball opens up that, especially if it's just like you and like one of your two, one or two of your buddies, you don't need a whole team to to have like, you know, fun with that. So I like wiffle ball. Clue, obviously, the players also must put the name of the crime scene, murder yeah. weapon, all that stuff inside the little envelope there. 
has been selling millions of copies, they say, each year since being patented by a British couple during the during the Second World War. Yeah, how is Clue not already in there? That, to me, feels like a, a, an old game. You know what I mean? And maybe this is like... I mean, dude, it's, the movie's old. Maybe this is an example of, you know, you talk about this whenever we bring up Rock Hall nominees and whoever makes it Gotta or Gotta spread it out. You have to. Yeah. But Clue, I mean, like, I can remember, like, my Clue game when we were kids, and, like, it looked super old. Even back in, like, yeah. you know, in 1989, it looked like it was... Was from 1972. Some of the other finalists for this year were Risk. Great game. How is that not in there? My brother made me play Risk all the time when I was a kid. He loved that game. Magic 8-Ball. Okay. Matchbox Cars. How not in there? Yeah, exactly. My Little Pony. Pez Candy Dispensers. And Transformers. And the card game Uno. What What is in then? What, what is in? Yeah, I wish they gave me the list of everything that's in there now. I, I wish I would have known that. Uno, too? Like... Man, Uno was huge in my house when we were growing up. Like right. that—that was like that was big at the Stansbury dinner table when we were done eating dinner. The four of us would sit there, and uh, do, my brother loved it for so whatever reason. Like the, my parents always played Uno. Um, I think when uh, kids are a certain age, like it's a fun numbers game. It's a matching game. Like there's different levels to Uno. Now, were you a cheater when it came to board games when you no. were younger? No, you were you were honest integrity and just Stansbury never never scammed anyone. You- I was I was a huge cheater at Uno. What? Yeah. I would throw extra You're cards. You're going to hell. I would throw extra cards down. Well, I think part of Uno is deception. Like, a part of it is, like, a little bit of, like, the scam there. So, like. Nowhere in the rule book does it say to cheat. I don't think anywhere it says not to. If I chat, if I had him. I don't like the way we have to tell I people would, not to cheat. I would I would call Uno if I had two cards, and I would hold them as one. You know what I'm saying? Now, sometimes my brother caught me, and I, I, I'd i get punched. But, no, I was definitely a, che- a cheater at Uno. Oh, so you... Oh, you would claim you had Uno when you didn't? Uno! And it would just be two cards, but I would hold them like like you know, right next to each other and you know, sometimes nobody would nobody would call All right, me out. I, I I may have done that. See a little bit there, a little bit. <laughs> no, were, you, were you the when you were the banker in Monopoly, were you cheating? No. No? No. Wow, no, no, dude. no, 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 wow, no. Espe- you gotta hold up the integrity of the game. Especially against your brother, and just because he was such a dick to you, and I think my older brother a little bit the same way, I always felt like it was justified against him. I wouldn't necessarily if it was me and my friends, I wouldn't do it, but if it was my brother, I was like, dude, F him. He's the worst. He's going to give you a wedgie no matter what, so you might as well win. Cheat, homie. No, I got my brother back worse. I I didn't cheat at games like that, but one time my parents had gotten us these oversized boxing gloves, which I thought was hysterical. He's seven years older than me, and now you've just given him a toy like basically it says, beat your little brother's ass. He's a bit of a badass, too. You know what I mean? So so you got chubby little Stansberry running around, his older brother just wailing on him. So he comes home this one time, and he's got, like I don't know, he might have been in high school or whatever, and he had his girlfriend with him, right? right? So he's thinking he's all cool. There he is with some, like, Twinsburg cheerleader, right. right? And she's, you know, all 80s out, Aquanet hair up to the, my mom's ceiling, right? That whole thing. And he's thinking he's all cool, right? And so he's like, come on, let's put on the boxing gloves because he's going to kick his little brother's ass in front of his girlfriend. So I was like, all right, well, give me a second. And I ran upstairs and I taped D batteries to my fist and then put the boxing gloves And sure enough, I clocked him a good one. And he knew what happened. Like, he could feel it, and he chased me. We were in the basement. He chased me up the basement steps. And then up the stairs from like the like the like the regular floor there all the way up to the like you know the bedrooms upstairs, and he beat me 
effing senseless for like 20 minutes. He just laid on my chest and just kept punching me in the face. And then he did that whole, dude, my brother, I, I don't want to be insensitive, but he, like, what was, what was it called back in the day? Chinese water torture. He would just like take like the, the spoon and just kind of like tap me in the forehead every now and again. Like he was the, uh, God, he's such a dick. Bro, you, 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 you went blood sport on him. You were taping like glass to your hands and like, dude, knocking fools out. Yeah, I went out. Dude, I went God, off. God, that's crazy. Yeah, man. I clocked him a good one too. <laughs> <laughs> don't, but see again, like you don't understand though. Like I'm gonna pay for it. Like I'm, at Christmas, oh, when he's listening to this podcast, there's just gonna t- he'll just take like a fistful of mashed potatoes and like <laughs> slam them right in my face because that's who my who, no matter dude. My brother's almost fifty, but you get us both in the same room and we become fifteen years old all over. <laughs> God, as much as I, dude, I'm terrified, and I got to have eyes in the back of my head around him, but, man, I do. I miss my brother a great deal, man. I can't, I can't wait to, I don't know why, I guess I can't wait to get my ass kicked <laughs> by a grown person. We have $1,000. Your next opportunity is right now. Your shot at $1,000. Now, text the keyword LUCK to 200-200. You'll get a text confirmed. 6 9 Welcome back to the Sands Ray Show. Rock 106.9. Online at WRQK.com. Miss yesterday's show. Pick up the podcast there. We have some Canton Charge tickets. Nice. Four pack, as a matter of fact. Pass those out here momentarily. 1-800-243-7625. The number you'll need on those. So uh, I think this is Trojan that put this out. All right. Yeah. These are the celebrities that people wish they could have sex with. Okay. Last year, the top two female celebrities people wanted to have sex with were Jennifer Lawrence and Sofia Vergara. Okay. From Modern Family. Now, I think the 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 word of the wording of this is important in the sense of these are celebrities that you want to have sex with, not exactly the hottest celebrity or the most attractive celebrity that correct? you want to have sex with. Yeah, it says. Well, I would imagine most people answer the question. Of the person they want to have sex with is probably the person they find most attractive. Okay, at least for me, I don't necessarily. You're read looking it that too. Way. You're looking to hyper define it down okay. too far. Most people answered that question as basically saying this is who I think the hottest celebrity is, and I have a list of the top seven, both men and women. So we'll start here with you, ladies, first. Women for the men they wanted to sleep with, and I w- am shocked at who came in number seven here, Colin Farrell, just because he hasn't been in, a, in as much lately. I would have figured the more you're in the news, the more things yeah. you're in, yeah. the more top of mind you're going to be. Matt Damon came in at number six as a, as a man women want to sleep with most. Leonardo DiCaprio, number five, which I felt was a little far down the list for how I hear women talk about him a lot. Right. Robert Downey Jr. came in at number four. Higher than I thought. I don't necessarily view him as like a stud or like a um you know like a sex symbol. He's one of those guys that has gotten better looking the older he gets. Yeah, I mean he's a good looking dude. He's aging but. better that especially for a guy that did as much drugs as he did. Yeah. Denzel Washington came in at number three as the man women want to have sex with the most. Fam- famous men. Yeah, little not wouldn't have expected Denzel either. Once again, really handsome dude. Not really good looking guy. Not exactly who I would have expected ladies to be lusting over. Johnny Depp came in at number two. Yeah, there's something about Johnny. I think young Johnny Depp, I could have seen it. But now he's like, I don't know. He always looks like he's in that pirate costume now. Like, right, you know what I mean? He like, is, he just he, he just looks like that guy now. Like, I can't see anything but that. I mean, he's um, got the, the gold teeth but, and the bracelets and the, I don't know. He's a weirdo. But, but once Great again, actor, but a weirdo. I think, and certainly when you look at the men's list versus the women's list, it, w- women view the people they want to have sex with different necessarily than how 
You know what Women I'm are less visual than men yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is true. There's something different there. George Clooney came in as the number one man Makes sense. women want to have sex with. Yeah, he's kind of like that silver fox. Where, where's Brad Pitt on that list? Yeah, that's shocking. You know what I mean? Like, not in the top seven. I, 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 I almost yeah, have to How say, did Colin Farrell beat out Brad Pitt? Colin Farrell? How did Johnny Depp? Like, I don't know. I think Brad Pitt is probably, you know, maybe that's just me being like, oh, Brad Pitt, what a stud muffin. Maybe chicks don't think he's hot. I don't know. Oh, chicks. I mean, dude, he was voted the, the, he was voted the sexiest man alive, I think, more than once. Sure. I mean, I don't know. So we'll move over to the guys here now. These are the women, top seven women, guys, famous women that they would want to have sex with. All right. Sofia Vergara made the list again, coming in at number seven on this year's list. Dude, honestly, she'd be near the top of my list, dude. She's like, and I'm not like. She's I'm, a, she's hot. I, I'm not like super into like MILFs, and I'm not oh, like, I yo, am. Hispanic porn is what I get down with all oh, the team. I'm clicking on Hot Latina. Latin maids. Oh, um, the best. Sure, I'm not like opposed to like, I'm not like opposed to, you know, to Hispanic chicks, but like, dude, she is ridiculously attractive. Like, just yeah, unbelievable. She is. she is. And plus, she's got that bubbly personality, makes and her a little she, hotter. And she looks like she would like, be fun having sex with. That's one of the things I factor in there, and it looks like she'd be a good time. Number six was Kaylee. Uh, I, I don't know how to pronounce this. Cuoco, is, is it Cuoco from the Big Bang Theory? Cuoco. Yeah, she's pretty hot. She's super hot, if you ask me. Although I like her better when she has her hair long. I don't watch that show anymore, so I don't know if she still has the short hair. But when she cut her hair, I was like, oh, what are you doing? Here? She's. I don't know where she goes on my list of like hot blonde chicks because I feel like her and a bunch of other like. Big bosom blonde women all kind of fall into the same category with me, where I don't know if I'd put her on my top really? seven. Number five, these are famous women men want to have sex with, is Beyonce. Okay. Yeah. Beyonce could totally get yeah, it. Of course, dude. I mean, she all could of these totally women get could totally <laughs> yeah. get it. It's not like any of us are like, no. Beyonce could totally get it. But, I mean, sometimes she goes out of her way to ugly herself up, I think, just to be strange. And to, you know, be fashionable. And yeah, and to be stuff. talked about. But when it comes to, like, yo, naked in your bed, I think most guys would be like, yeah, Beyonce, acceptable. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Number four was the one that threw me through the loop here. Because I'm she's an attractive woman, but I don't... I don't see the Ariana Grande thing. I don't think she's a, I, like she's cute, but she's not like that's, particularly attractive. That's the right word, though. I think that Fantone just used is she's cute. Like she to me, Ariana Grande looks to me, and video game guys will know this. She looks to me like a hot character in a video game that's supposed to be kind of cute. Like she, like uh, she just looks like an anime person to me she looks here's the other thing ariana grande to me looks really really young and i don't know how old she is but it makes me feel like oh dude that's kind of creepy if i think she's Hell, but that's part of the appeal you know what i'm saying i mean like there's plenty of porn and models and i mean it's not like it's not like the schoolgirl thing is an unheard of you know like that's true that's 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 what she not necessarily my to. thing but a lot right. of people are into that right. you're right no you are right about that ariana grande number four number three no. these are women that men want to have sex with that are famous mila kunis comes in at number three again yeah. shocked she's on my list for sure she's so hot but I am shocked that she made, although, again, back in like the days of Maxim and FHM, she was constantly like listed as yeah. one of the hottest people in the world. She falls into the same category as Ariana Grande for me, though, where it's like, I mean, and she's prettier than Ariana Grande, hands down, not a question. I would there. agree, yeah. But like, she still just seems kind of young and seems kind of like, I don't know, it, it wouldn't make my list. 
I uh, she was in that horrible movie with Justin Timberlake about just casually sleeping with people, and like I watched that movie three different times, and it was terrible. But I kept watching it because it's just she just she's just walking around New York City in a white tank top and like jean shorts, and Jeez. oh my god, she looks so good in that movie. Yeah, dude, Mila Kunis is hot. She could, uh, dude. I don't know what she's doing with Ashton Kutcher. I can't for the life of me figure that out. But as long as they're happy, I guess it's not like she's gonna be like, well, I don't want to be with Ashton anymore. Stansbury. I might as well bang that fat dude from yeah. Canton. I guess. <laughs> I mean, that's probably not the way that's going to go down. Number two on the list of famous women men want to have sex with is Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. I mean, she's got a, got a, uh, she kind of has it all there, dude. Like, she's one of those women that is a little throwbacky, has a little bit of a Marilyn Monroe thing going on. Um, she's busty, uh, which I, obviously men kind of like. She's got that smoky kind of voice thing that's happening there. Um, I feel like if you could kind of like slut her up and she'd look hot, but if you put her in a really nice evening gown, yeah. she she pulls that look off well. I she's very versatile, her sexy. She just kind of falls into that, like I said about that uh, Kaylee Colaco or whatever the hell her name is, like where she just kind of. It, it's not that I'm not attracted to blondes with big boobs. God knows. I was gonna I, say I, you, you, you date one of those, but like it, it's just like they all kind of are the same person to me. I don't know. The number one woman men want to have sex with. Want to uh, take a guess there? Um, this should be pretty obvious. Um, Jennifer Lawrence, not Jennifer Lawrence. Okay. Jennifer Lawrence did not make the list. Kim Kardashian comes in at Ah, number one. Okay. Kim K comes in at number one. I'm a little bit surprised about that. I really am. Why? Because I mean, she's sexy as hell. Well, but the hatred of the Kardashians and all things Kardashian and that hate banging's a real thing. Like, well, yeah, but I mean, I figure answering this question, guys who are like, you know, I figured most will be like, I hate they, that. Show. They probably didn't think hate banging it. into it. They probably didn't, yeah, throw that into that. Um, I, yeah, I would have figured her shine would have worn off by now. And, and that's not me saying that I don't find Kim Kardashian attractive. Of course she is. No, dude, I'm trying to find me one of them. But but it just yeah, you're right. I mean, like you think the shine would have wore off, but the hatred still being there. I would have thought that. You know, I don't know. She would not be at the top of my list, but obviously, I mean, she's got a she's got a banging body. That one, attractive. Yeah, she. Uh, who who is the number one celebrity on Matt Fantone's list? Um, and I know I've been like criticizing blondes with big boobs a lot recently. Um, I I, I really do think that uh that, that Kate Upton's smoking hot. Oh, there's a lot of there's, yeah, she there, is there's a lot of like I feel like models and stuff weren't necessarily represented. Was this like celebrities in the sense of like where's Katy Perry? There's no musicians up here because Katy Perry is very very high up on my list, right? Like yeah, again, I, she needs to grow her hair back out. But yes, Katy Perry. Is sexy as hell. What do you dude. got? What do you got over there? Who, who was missed off your list there? I think people are going to be very shocked. And I wanted to think a little bit outside the box here and have somebody that was not represented on this list or last year's list. Jennifer Lawrence would be very, very, very high on my list. But I'm going to throw a curveball. I like brunettes normally more than I like blondes. Historically, that's always been the way I've gone. I'll take Kate Beckinsale for the win. <sighs> I love her. Smoking hot. I love her. No, dude, she's gross. Like, no, of course. Like, dude, I like, dude, I think Kate Beckinsale's so pretty. I'll actually watch Serendipity. Just be, uh, dude, again, the movie's awful, but she's so damn cute that I can't help but take my eyes off. I can't take my eyes off the screen. Megan Fox not on the list, and I know she's not necessarily <sighs> she's relevant, sexy but too. You know, a lot of dudes really think she's hot. Jessica Alba, Jessica Biel. Um, Jessica Biel's super hot. You know, I mean, that's there's, fair. There's plenty, and I guess when we're talking about a list of seven people, of course, there's going to be people list like all not on it. But right. I mean, we're not even at ten. Where's, where's Jennifer Aniston? All right. Now, see again, you got to give Jennifer Aniston even more credit here because she's fifty, like, and still looks 
All right. Okay. Jennifer Aniston may be my number one celebrity. Not, I'm not making the top seven. Jennifer Aniston, who was like, I think it was two years ago, was named the most beautiful person on the face of the planet. She like, And she is. She is see, so hot. But now what I'm going to say about that is I view Jennifer Aniston as ridiculously attractive, but I don't necessarily think she would be. You think she'd be a bad lay? I do. So that would factor into my what list. Makes do you, I want to have, do I find her attractive? Or what do I makes you think her? Jennifer Aniston would be a bad lay? I, I just don't feel like she would be like. I don't know. I just feel like she, it'd be boring. I feel like it wouldn't be what I wanted it to be. I mean, yes, she'd be ridiculously. Uh, I, now, maybe this is me wishful thinking. Okay. I'll full on admit that because I have a huge thing. Well, medium sized thing for, right. for Jennifer Aniston here. Slightly blow average. But I, right. I, uh, I believe that Jennifer Aniston is one of those girls that throw women, sorry, who will throw a curveball at you. Who comes off as the woman next door and all that, but as soon as you close the bedroom door, she flicks the switch and th- I, I honestly, dude, she comes at you. Like I honestly, dude, I think you're gonna need like a shield, a sword, and like, dude, like I honestly, I think Jennifer Aniston probably puts it on you. Although I don't know, dudes leave her a lot. Angelina Jolie, where was she at? Ah, uh, see now well, again, but again, yes, for most people, I think Angelina Jolie is wildly overrated in the beauty scale. I I really do. I think if you take the collagen out of her lips, she's not. I don't think. I think people stop finding her as attractive as they do. That's solely about that. Now I know you could make the same argument with Kim Kardashian. You probably could, right? But again, Kim's not on the top of my list. I'll take Kate Beckinsale and Jennifer. Oh, dude, talk about a threesome right there, dude. All right, I'm going to think about that for a little while. You guys are getting can charge tickets next on The Stansbury Show. The Stansbury Show. I have got to get in on this. Rock 106.9. Hey, guys, you got Stansbury here. When you get in a car accident, the first thing you think is, I can't believe this idiot just hit me. The second thing you think is, where am I going to get this fixed at? I want it done fast, and I want it done right. And that's where North Canton Collision comes in. No matter what type of accident you've been in, big or small, North Canton Collision fixes them all. You can call my buddies Jeff, Alex, Woody, or Jason right now at 330-499-5171, and those guys will be glad to give you a no-cost estimate on your repair. Again, it's North Canton Collision. The folks you call if you've been in a collision, big or small. All I gotta say is it's Friday. And everybody help me say the sinner's prayer. Say, oh God. Oh, my man. Clint Parker. Melinda Brown Duncan, baby. A friend of mine said to me the other day, why don't you write a song about all this NFL stuff? So here goes. It's called Kick the Dust Up. <laughs> if, if he were habitual homosexuals, then by all means, take a hike. Women, 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 women. And here he is, having the time of his life. There's his big brains It is, other than jazz, it's the only other real American art form there is. There's a dirty little secret. I've said that if Melinda Brown Duncan, baby. If it weren't my daughter, perhaps I'd be dating her. But he gotta eat the booty like groceries. You don't have doing this dumb ass. Yeah. The truth of the matter is, you were not a good baby. Well, you ain't seen nothing, my friend, until you have a flame coming out of your butthole, and you need an asbestos diaper to be able to keep that flame from burning a hole in your pants. You ain't seen nothing yet. And I don't know nothing about it, but I learned quick, fast, and hurt. I still got Pandora with commercials. What? I mean, anybody will tell you Dee Haslam is really, she is the person who runs the Cleveland Brown. You told me to leave while I'm in my order while you're making out with that slut. Being in the industry with how much 
What's your take on your face? Not fighting for your right to speak Spanish, but fighting for your right to speak American. This is terrible. This is the I'm 46 years old. You know, I your kids I had, to take off, I had to take off my shoes and run. So kiss my black Hey, hold the presses. We just got some breaking news. And it's fun to watch, yeah, that's for sure. Till little rocket man starts a nuclear war, and then maybe next time he'll think before he tweets. Welcome back to the Sands Ray Show. Rock 1069. We have a four pack of Canton Charge tickets. We'll pass those out here momentarily. 1 800 243 7625. We were talking about the list of women men wish they could have sex with, celebrities there. Yeah. And uh, somebody brought up a great point, which is, where was Gal Gadot, who was, oh, Wonder, yeah, yeah. who was Wonder Woman? I mean, wildly attractive and was in a monster movie from uh, from this last summer. It was the biggest movie of the summer. It was Carrie Underwood's hot ass, dude. You just heard her right there. And maybe she hasn't had a bunch of hit songs recently, but Good like, man, point. I saw that CMA's thing, and I don't care about country music with dude. She is smoke show. Yeah, Carrie could totally get it. I mean, smoke show. Yeah, Carrie could totally get it. I was surprised the Wonder Woman. Yeah. She didn't make that list because she sure. is. She's wildly attractive and was in a huge blockbuster. And I maintain that that's how people end up on these kind of lists. Is like, you know, the more top of mind you are, probably yeah. the more likely people are going yeah. to, to list that. Tomorrow night, Fantonas, what are you doing? You're hosting Ohio Championship Wrestling? Oh, yeah, baby. And don't, don't, Stansberry will be in attendance. Fingers crossed. Hopefully, I will do it. I will get you VIP access, whatever you need. And Juice Jennings actually talking crap right now. Well, that's what I need is to be closer to wrestling. <laughs> that, that's what I need. Give me as close to it as humanly possible. J Babe Stern Community Center is where it happens. Uh, they're doing a food drive for the uh, Stark County Hunger Task Force. All right, that part I like. So you bring forth, you know, maybe a little bit of mac and cheese, maybe a little bit of peanut no. butter, maybe a little tuna fish, a little something like that. Tuna. And, uh, and uh, yeah, J. Babe Stern Community Center. I believe things get started at 7 o'clock. Tickets available ocwrestling.net. Dude, I'm sorry. I just keep thinking about that tuna for story. Tuna. Tuna. Not today, but no, one day I'll tell, I'll tell you what. December 2nd. <laughs> no, because that'll be a Saturday. December the 5th, I'll tell you the tuna story. I can't tell you before that. Cannot. God, was that story hilarious. We have a four-pack of can charge tickets. We'll start your weekend by passing these out to you. We'll take caller 20 right now, 1-800-243-7625 on those. Aside from that, Teresa will be getting you hooked up with $1,000, 1010 on Rock 106.9. Stick around, wait around for that. We'll be back at it live Monday morning, 6 a.m. on Rock 106.9. You guys have a fantastic weekend. See ya. Let them hate. I drop your whole plan. Lay your ass down for the three seconds.